Hey, good morning. Welcome to RBT Reading. Live, 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 live. Got the coffee again. Uh, timed it last night. You know, new little um, routines for 2023. <laughs> uh, here we go. There we go, Sergey. Morning, Sue. Yo, I got a nice hot, hot cup of coffee. Um, it's very windy out. I walked out of the door, stepped down the step, stepped on a milk bottle, and it went smash. Eek. All the real Christmas tree is out. The real Christmas tree. Out on the street, ready for collection today. Oh, it's my favourite mug, guys. Not because it says Top Dad. It's my favourite mug because um, of the shape of it and the colour of it. I like it. Right, two chronicles it is. Oh, my days. Look at that. My Bible's upside down inside the cover. That is a little bit confusing. <laughs> oh, dear me. Right, two chronicles, 15 to 16. Okay, uh, so we're still on Acer at the minute. Um, and in the old uh, Thompson Chain Reference Bibles, there's a graph at the back. It's on its side. Um, and it shows, um, by the length of the bar, the best king's. David's obviously the tallest. I think in a very, well, close in second is Josiah, and then second and third, so small, and it's Asa is number three, I think. And so here we are. So in chapter 15, it says, The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Obed, Odeb. No, Oded. He went out to meet Asa and said to him, Listen to me, Asa and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you when you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. For a long time, Israel was without the true God, without a priest to teach and without the law. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. In those days, it was not safe to travel about, for all the inhabitants of the lands were in great turmoil. One nation was being crushed by another and one city by another because God was troubling them with every kind of di distress. But as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. When Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Azariah, son of Oded, the prophet, he took courage. He removed the detestable idols from the whole land of Judah and Benjamin and from the towns he had captured in the hills of Ephraim. He repaired the altar of the Lord that was in front of the portico of the Lord's temple. Then he assembled all Judah and Benjamin and the people from Ephraim, Manasseh and Simeon, who had settled among them, for large numbers had come over to him from Israel when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. They assembled at Jerusalem in the third month of the fifteenth year of Asa's reign. At that time they sacrificed to the Lord seven hundred head of cattle and seven thousand sheep and goats, 
from the plunder they had brought back. They entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, with all their heart and soul. All who would not seek the Lord, the God of Israel, would be put to death, whether small or great, man or woman. They took an oath to the Lord with loud acclamation, with shouts, shouting and with trumpets and horns. All Judah rejoiced about the oath because they had sworn it wholeheartedly. They sought God eagerly, and he, and he was found by them. So the Lord God gave them rest on every side. King Asa also deposed his grandmother, Marka, from her position as queen mother because she had made a repulsive Asherah pole. Asa cut the pole down, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Although he did not remove the high places from Israel, Asa's heart was fully committed to the Lord all his life. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and the articles that he and his father had dedicated. There was no more war until the, th the 35th year of Asa's reign. In the 36th year of Asa's reign, Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and fortified Ramah to prevent everyone from leaving or entering the territory of Asa, king of Judah. Asa then took the silver and gold out of the treasuries of the Lord's temple and of his own palace and sent it to Ben-Hadad, king of Aram, who was ruling in Damascus. Let there be a treaty between me and you, he said, as there was between my father and your father. See, I am sending you silver and gold. Now break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. Ben-Hadad agreed with King Asa and sent the commanders of his forces against the towns of Israel. They conquered Aijon, Dan, Abel, Maim, and all the store cities of Naphtali. When Baasha heard this, he stopped building Ramah and abandoned his work. Then King Asa brought all the men of Judah, and they carried away from Ramah the stones and timber Baasha had been using. With them he built up Geba and Mizpah. At that time Hanani the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said to him, Because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. Were not the Cushites and Libyans a mighty army with great numbers of chariots and horsemen? Yet when you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You have done a foolish thing. And from now on you will be at war. Asa was angry with the seer because of this. He was so enraged that he put him in prison. At the same time, Asa brutally oppressed some of the people. The events of Asa's reign from beginning to end are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. In the 39th year of, the, of his reign, Asa was afflicted with the disease in his feet. Though, it, the, though his disease was severe, even in his illness he did not seek help from the Lord, but only from the physicians. Then in the 41st year of his reign, Asa died and rested with his fathers. They buried him in the tomb that he had cut out for himself in the city of David. They laid him on a, in, on, on a bier covered with spices and various blended perfumes, and they made a huge fire in his honour. Well, I feel a little dumb now, <laughs> having said like that Asa's reign was amazing, because in Chronicles, maybe not so, so much in Kings, but in Chronicles... There is that one side of his life, which is amazing, isn't it? To seek it, to seek the Lord. Um, that's really cool, isn't it? That's really good. And even like, you know, putting the Lord before before relationships with his grandmother. So his grandmother made an Asherah pole. Anyone worshipping a false god, got to go. Let's make a, an oath to seek the Lord. Anyone who doesn't make this oath can be put to death. It's like blank, you know, I guess... 
yeah, commitment, it seems of the highest order. And then it shows us how possible it is, isn't it, for it for us at the end of our lives just to totally mess things up. Mess things up. Um and there he becomes such a different man, a shadow of what he was. Um proud and not willing to ask for help from the Lord. Oh, it's really sad actually at the end, isn't it? Um and it is a huge warning, isn't it? A huge warning. It's like, don't become proud about how how well your Christian life is going now, isn't it? Because we're able, we're able to um, walk away from the Lord or not seek Him, and and therefore we've seen, isn't it, the seeking, and the alternative is that we go in the way of evil, and that's what He ends up brutally oppressing the people, stubborn, not relying on the Lord, asking for. Another army's help, not relying on God as their commander and chief. Yeah, so just a stark warning for us today. Um, yeah, seek him and he'll be found by us. And the Lord's eyes roam back and forth looking for those who are seeking him um, to strengthen them and help them. And let's be those people today. Uh, it's prime meeting tonight, so uh, God willing, see you later on. Take care, have a great day, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye.